0: Hello. A quick word about the time and place we are in right now. We started this podcast. Our inspiration was the fun we had drinking beer, comparing tasting notes, laughing, and telling our stories. And We've worked hard to keep our personal politics and beliefs out of the I Like Beer podcast, not because we don't have political views or strong moral convictions, but because this was our place to escape into a few beers and some laughs. Each member of the ILB team has strong political views, cares deeply about the country and world we live in, along with everyone living in it. Three of us are public school teachers who have dedicated our careers to educating young people into being thoughtful, caring, compassionate, intelligent citizens. We're all parents. In other parts of our lives, we are active in promoting our politics and supporting peace and love and compassion and social justice, as well as environmental causes. We absolutely support Black Lives Matter the struggle against racism, against oppression, and for social justice. Talent can attest to my personal social media accounts. I am not shy or soft-spoken in my politics or my support for social justice, nor is anyone else on the team. You know, we will continue to provide the highest medium-quality entertainment on our podcast. We will continue to focus on what our vision is for this podcast, but we don't want to appear tone-deaf or blind to what's happening in the world around us. We love, respect our Black, Brown, all other brothers and sisters, and will continue to actively support change in our real lives, even as we keep our podcast a place to have some fun. Thank you.
1: I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer.
0: It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast, where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, Jeff.
2: And I'm your host, Jeff. And with us today, as we celebrate Father's Day, we've got producer Joe. Always a pleasure, gentlemen. Sound engineer Tom.
3: Check one, two, check one, two.
2: And also joining us today, we've got two special guests, veteran father and my dad, Ron. Thanks for having me. And father-to-be... Uh, and actually, my brother, I, I guess he's sort of my brother-in-law, uh, cousin-in-law, I don't know what you'd call that. Vic? Hello,
1: everyone. Thanks for having me tonight.
2: Yeah, no problem. And, and uh, before we get started and, and say welcome, I got a real quick dad joke for you guys in, in honor of tonight's theme. You guys realize that the shovel was a groundbreaking invention. <laughs> okay. Thank you. <laughs> All you right. Go. You're up, Jeff.
0: Golf time. Golf time. I <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Ron and Vic. Hey, Ron, how long have you been able to claim the title of familias? How long have you been a dad?
4: I have been a dad for, I think, 51 plus years now.
2: Give or take a few. Yeah. 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 I mean,
4: yeah. Long, long, yeah, it's actually kind of shocking when I go to say my two sons, you know, and I've got one that's going to be, what, 40, 48 or 49? 40, 49. 49, this, yep. 49 in a, a few weeks. And then I've got. Jeff, who is is the oldest,
2: barely fifty
4: one, no. barely barely fifty one. He's barely a young fifty
2: one. Yeah, definitely a young fifty one.
0: With that gray beard, it looks like Talent should be the dad, and Ron's the son. With that that <laughs> giant Walt Whitman <laughs> yeah. beard, you're, you're rocking yeah. Talent.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. I was called Santa yesterday. Someone said, "Are you Santa?" <laughs> <laughs> okay.
4: I said, "I can be." He looks like uh, one of these guys in Survival Alaska
0: or something (laughs) like that. He looks almost like a bear. Almost. (laughs) Yeah. Right. That's exactly the look I'm going for, Jeff. So thank you for noticing. Okay. All right. (laughs) And Vic, uh, when is the Bundle of Joy
1: expected? Uh, She's coming August 31st. That's a due date. Nice. Mm -hmm. Very exciting. Very excited. Name picked out? Yeah, Charlotte Jean Aquilina.
0: That's fantastic. CJA. Beautiful name. Of course, we're all dads here on the show too. So together, we've accumulated over 100 years of parenting experience to share with the listeners. You add Ron in, that's another 51 plus years, subtract a couple months for Vic. And I can honestly say, which I'm not sure what I can say about our ability to give parenting advice.
2: I guess you can basically just say that we've been there. And, uh, we could say that that's probably where we should leave. Okay. It. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We've probably <laughs> seen it yeah. and you know what? We've dealt with it. Maybe well, maybe not well, but yeah, that's yeah, kind of yeah. where we are at this point. Yeah. <laughs> so before we get rolling into our father's day episode, quick reminder to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and please continue to share our podcast with your beer drinking friends, rate us, comment us on us. And it, it all makes a big difference for us as we are quickly closing in on one year of podcasting, which is pretty crazy how quickly it's gone been a lot of fun hasn't it
0: yeah for sure yeah instagram update 970 followers so i was kind of hoping to get to a thousand by their one-year anniversary so i'm down to a couple weeks on that so if you're listening and you're not following us on instagram please add that to your list of things to do and we'll, we'll take care of the thousandth follower victor can probably help us out with that with his crew i'm yeah, sure i can do it right he, now yeah his
5: age group on, probably he probably can <laughs>
0: I have an update, 971 followers oh, nice. on Instagram. Very, <laughs> Very good. So there we go. 223 on Twitter. So a little less on Twitter, but I've got to say best friends, some true, true friends on uh, Twitter. I think I started a right. book club on accident uh, yeah. uh, this week on Twitter as <laughs> I well enjoyed as uh, that, sharing that a lot of movie forth. reviews and yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was fun. So two different crowds we're, we're enjoying. And I wanted to give a thank to two listeners. Haley H. and Reese S. up in Davis, who just graduated from college, had lunch with them yesterday
1: uh, before making
0: the trip uh, back south. They've been listening and following. Haley thanked us for clarifying a few things about IPAs for her. And Reese complimented our sound editing.
2: Wow.
5: Wow. Thank you for noticing.
2: Thank you for noticing.
0: (laughs) Thank you for noticing, Reese.
2: And then also, uh, remember to find us on Untapped as uh, well so we can virtually toast you. Um, I think it's, uh, I don't know if we've got any new friends. I noticed, uh, I have Kieran Milburn, uh, recently
0: added. Yep. Yes. But again, we're looking, exactly. we're look, always looking for new friends. No need to drink alone. takes a long time to toast people now, but that's all right. I don't have a whole it's, lot else to do. It's summertime. Very true. <laughs> oh, there it is. It really is now 971 on Instagram. It just Very popped good. up. Oh, nice. Thanks, Vic. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> good job, <laughs> Vic. Good job, Vic. Live. Well done. Yep, live. And on that untapped note, let's find out what everyone is drinking. So Ron, let's start with you as our veteran father. What do you have in hand?
4: Well, I went into my special shelf and I pulled out an Elysian space dust.
2: Nice. Started with something light. Nice choice.
4: Yeah, yeah something <laughs> light. <laughs> this is one of the favorites that my, my summer friends and I drink up north during the summer. But uh, Uh, We only we limit ourselves to two or three because that's about as far as you can go with.
1: (laughs)
0: Yeah, fair.
1: (laughs) (laughs)
4: Yeah.
0: Hey, Vic, what are you drinking?
1: I got the uh, Victory Sour Monkey. It has a nice punch of sourness, but you got to be careful because these things are nine and a half percent. Ooh, alcohol
2: nice. yeah highest abv sour i think i've ever seen in terms oh, of just fantastic. what i you know just regular in a bottle that you can buy on an, on a shelf mm-hmm. Vic it's brought a bunch smooth, of, yeah it is it's nice. very smooth he brought a bunch over and and uh i was start i was drinking them and i and then i looked at them and went, oh wow and uh, you definitely have to be careful
5: it's, it's very tasty it's like, why do, why do i sour? feel
2: this way yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> the elysian is uh 8.2 yeah. percent alcohol so yeah. it's still so substantial it's, yeah it's there Good kick. It'll it'll get you a kick.
0: Tonight's for celebrating fathers, but not for operating heavy machinery after we get through with the podcast, two or three of these in a row, within a 40-minute chunk of time. (laughs) Tom, what what are you drinking tonight?
3: Well, I'm uh, tipping my hat to Clayton over there at Epic. Talent and I were over there last week when they opened back up. Congratulations to them. And I'm drinking a Fest beer, weighing in at a light 6.0
0: little dad story there. I was supposed to pick up a keg of Fest beer from Clayton today, but he had dad duty, so we rescheduled (laughs) for tomorrow, because that's what I was going to be drinking.
5: That's right. Joe, what what are you drinking? I'm drinking what I'll be drinking on Father's Day, which is my go-to beer of Cali Creamin. Mother Earth.
2: Mother Earth. Good stuff. All the way. Mother Earth. Talent? I actually picked this up last week. I I made a a journey down to Pure Project in in Beer because uh, i wanted to pick up some more sunset crush before it, it's gone and they also had back in cans tropical mist which is their mystery misty citrus blonde ale and uh, so i'm having one of those right now it's a it's a really tasty beer and i, I think i always like about all their beers they they just kind of have that cr- really crisp clean flavor i think they kind of pride themselves on that uh as far as how smooth drinking their their beers are and they do a really good job there i'm re- real excited there's they're, I think coming closer and closer to hopefully getting to open up the Carlsbad one. I would bet you maybe in the fall, uh, the Carlsbad location will finally open up. Be nice
0: to have them right around the corner instead yeah. of a... It's not a long drive. No, it's not right a long right around drive around the corner. And right now it's not better. bad.
2: There's no traffic, so it's decent, but uh, normally it's yeah, it can be a bit of a hike to try and get down there and, and uh but the good news is once you're down there you might as well stop at alesmith because it's right around the corner and like I did the other day, just stop at Duckfoot as well because it's right there as well as as well as many other places to stop and check
0: out. So you might as well make a field trip out of it. An embarrassment of riches. We've talked about this before. Exactly. So how about you? What are you drinking? I've got a couple beers. The first one I'm I'm drinking tonight, I actually bought for the podcast we're supposed to have right before all the COVID stuff, before we went to distance podcasting. We had one scheduled for, uh, our theme was Lost in Translation, and we'll come back to that one, but it fits for Father's Day as well, as I'll get to that later. But it's a Das Schwartz, a Schwartz beer, so a black lager from uh, Schwabenbrau, uh, import from Germany, and pretty tasty, but I'm a little wimpy right now at a
3: think a 4.3 or 4.9%. Oh, so I, yeah. And I've got,
0: I've got more. I got a whole cooler right next to me for this podcast. <laughs> He's just getting warmed up ladies and
3: gentlemen. So very mm-hmm. good.
2: Well, while well, while well, you guys are all drinking and toasting. I've, I got another dad joke for you real quick here. Awesome. Um, awesome. So do you guys know, how did Darth Vader know what Luke got him for Christmas? He felt his presence. Uh. <laughs> that's an awesome dad joke <laughs> thank you
5: nicely yeah, done i will be
2: here all night yes well landed.
5: well
4: landed well unless we can get a good hook yes a long <laughs> hook
0: a long hook
4: <laughs> yeah
0: okay everybody's got beer in hand yep. let's get into toast roast and pour one out father's day edition <laughs> Talent, I bet you have a toast for us.
2: I do have a toast, you know. I, like I said, it's it's you, you go through the news nowadays and stuff, and it's obviously very hard sometimes to find some positive things. So, uh, but I did find this, and so I was very excited. So I'm going to toast sports because sports are coming back, guys. I don't know if you guys saw recently. We had golf on uh, this last weekend, uh, rugby in New Zealand opened up uh, big time there with full crowds and everything else. Uh, today, the English Premier League um, started back up and had two contests. Um, and just announced, ready for it. Nathan's Famous will still hold the 2020 Fourth of July International Hot Dog Eating Contest in Coney Island this July 4th. However, there will be no crowd due to the coronavirus pandemic. So they will be eating hot dogs, but without a crowd. So uh, good news is that ESPN will televise this event and it will actually, that will make it one of the first major televised post-COVID competitive (laughs) events to be held in the United States. So think about that. That's where we are at this point, that competitive hot dog eating will yes. be the first or one of the first competitive yeah. <laughs> events televised. So yes. uh, here's the sports and sports coming back uh, in a big way. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, we'll see if what is it, Joey Chestnut can uh, defend his title there. <laughs> I hope so.
0: All right. Toast to that. I've got a little bit of a nerdy toast. Game of Thrones. Some of the members of the Game of Thrones crew are getting together to play a live D&D tournament for charity. And I, I don't know if I can get nerdier than that. Yeah, that's uh, pretty nerdy, a, but well done. <laughs> for
5: entertainment. Nicely done, nicely done.
0: Yara Ramsey, Hodar, and Podrick will be um, getting together to play D and D on June twentieth, live. So probably right after, right before this releases on. Uh, and they're raising funds for Red Nose Day for child poverty. Oh. To Help fight child, not for child poverty, but to fight child, fight, poverty. Fight, child right, poverty. Right, right, Otherwise, it's super for, evil. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, yeah. super <laughs> bad. <Yes. laughs> And I think I'd like to give a toast out to Davis, California and Three Mile Brewing. Spend a couple of days there and what a fantastic place and and the crew over there at Three Mile, Roy and, and Joe and Jim and everybody uh, made sure that I was able to bring a cooler back for the guys so I'll be sharing soon. Awesome. Very cool. Can't wait.
4: I'd like to give a toast to uh, ESPN because I watch them every morning and during this COVID they have been able to talk about the same topics about whether (laughs) the NBA is going to play uh, what's going to happen with the upcoming football season and they do it daily for two hours (laughs) every morning but I think they reached their pinnacle about halfway through probably in uh, the first part of May when I turned it on on a Saturday morning and they were having the Cornhole Professional Championship (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> as one of their featured, uh, sport events for the day. So, you know, they had to dig deep, but I, <laughs> I, I, got a good true. Did it. It. Nice. That's right. yep. Yeah.
2: And they nice. just call that, that was just Great prep tough. for the uh, corn,
0: the hot dog eating contest. So that's, that's right. Just oh, the hot dog is a whole
4: nother level. Yeah. 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 Level <laughs> <of> <laughs> level. yeah. yeah. It's big.
0: Very cool.
3: Engineer Tom, you've got a toast as well. Yeah. I wanted to, uh, raise a glass and a beer to the class of 2020. You know, over the last few weeks, we've seen all over social media the different ways that this class is looking to celebrate their accomplishments. And last week, I was able to participate firsthand with my daughter, Jenna, graduating and a couple of you guys, there, talent, Jeff and Doc, participating at Carlsbad High's parade. And I want to say it was a great day. Um, just to see the the participation of all the students, the participation of all the families. And I thought it was a great way under the circumstances, non-traditional way of going out. And so toast to Carlsbad High School, toast to all of our kids. Talent, you have a kid graduating college. Can Colin,
1: Ever,
2: I think Jeff, everyone has a one kid. graduating,
3: right? Everybody has a kid. Joe, you have a kid. Doc has a kid. All of us have a kid graduating in the class of 2020. So here's to the class of 2020, all of our kids, and everybody across the nation. Here's to you. Cheers. Cheers.
4: Toast. Cheers. Don't forget to, for Vic, it's the class of, of uh, 38.
1: Holy. <laughs> <day>. <laughs> Congratulations, Vic.
4: Wow. I'm actually going to hold her back so. a <laughs> year. Yeah, that's <laughs> all
0: right. Good <laughs> for the sport. Dude,
5: Have good for go, the sport. Go 2040. Exactly. Hold her back two yeah. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, All right. We'll follow that with a roast of the class of 2020. I was going to do that too.
2: Probably appropriate. Very appropriate. Joe,
0: Joe, why don't you start and I will uh, piggyback on it.
5: Fantastic. So, so, you know, my son graduated from college. Yes. Yes. Heartbreaking experience. But all I'm saying is there's been harder graduation <laughs> years. Right. So <laughs> I look at it. I get it. I get it. I get it. And, and it was hard, you know, we went up this weekend and celebrated him and it was hard, but I mean, you know, Vietnam, the, the lived experience of some <laughs> graduates is just, it's a little bit harder than, than what this has presented. And really, so I, I I'll <laughs>
0: <laughs> so as a high school teacher and also the father of a 2020 graduate from college, come on <laughs> what, 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 what have they been asked to do, and to what degree have they been successful at it? Watch Netflix if you go outside wear a mask that this is the you know you think of you know the classes you know ten to twelve years of the the great depression classes you know of uh, World War two or World War one come on and then we've got the we've got a pandemic going on, and you missed a dance. <laughs> We have we have racial tensions, and we are bringing attention to that. But I didn't get to stand on a stage like people before me. So I get it. There's some awful nice kids, and they deserve their their props for for you know, doing what they did. That's true. But if this is the hardest thing they're asked to do, Oh, we're in trouble because we have left them shit for a world. Bronze generation, right, right, right. let's start with. We didn't pick up the ball. We have, yeah. we have left them yeah. so much to do. And if this is the hardship for them that I missed a dance and didn't get to stand on a stage, we need them to fix the whole world. The whole thing. And everyone in it. Yes. And I can't wear a mask when I go outside? Okay. All right. I think I'm, I'm done with my roast. <laughs> I know yeah, Talon's nice. got roasts. <laughs>
5: and we love I you got, all i got one we love you all
2: <laughs> yes yes all right. no I, we, i'm to say the same thing and i, we love I you. think yeah congratulations to them but i agree with you i think if this is the toughest thing they have to go through they're doing okay yeah.
0: and send your teachers a thank you
2: yeah exactly um <laughs> uh, <laughs> my roast is a little different i'm gonna go uh, a little more so uh, it's a company called cameo i don't know if you guys saw this but it's a Basically, it's a startup company that lets you pay celebrities for personal video messages. Oh, I did. I did see this. Yeah. So they've changed now, obviously, to deal with the pandemic and COVID. And now they will let users book a 10-minute Zoom call with what they're calling... Celebrities, I wouldn't call them celebrities, but I would call them more like well-known people. So, <laughs> uh the other person I would like to roast in this right now is Brett Favre, because Brett Favre right now is charging five thousand dollars for someone to have a ten-minute Zoom call oh uh, with Brett Favre. So, again, I don't know what I would talk about Brett Favre. I mean, I, hey, great quarterback, whatever else. Not to me, the, the type of human being I'd be paying five grand to have a, yeah. a conversation with. But I'm going to tell you this: if, if five grand and Brett Favre's not your style, you can actually actually pay. What is it? One thousand two hundred and fifty dollars to talk to ex NSYNC singer Lance Bass, which is fun. We had a great conversation. That's when you dream. Yes, oh, hey. I'm sure you did. And then this one actually kind of surprised me because I think this guy's a pretty cool guy. But Tony Hawk's charging a thousand dollars to have a conversation with him as well. So, but let's say that you don't have that kind of money. Um, there are some cameo-ers that are priced kind of in the bargain basement bin too. And as you can guess, those are pretty much cast members from reality shows. Uh, so you can find things like people from Survivor and Real Housewives and 90 Day Fiance, and you can have Zoom calls with them for just a couple hundred bucks. So... You know, Cameo, it said, I was reading the thing. It says they take 25% cut of each of the message prices and then the star gets the rest. So I thought that's pretty weak that they're capitalizing on people and and trying to get money from people during this time. And and just the whole idea of paying five grand to have a 10 minute Zoom conversation (laughs) with with Brett Favre. It's like, holy cow. So I'm going to roast them.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I've got a deal for you out there listeners right now. I got a deal. <laughs> uh Jeff and Jeff, hosts of yes. I Like Beer the podcast. For a, for a six-pack of a local brewery from your yeah. area. You yeah. you go buy local, support local. You, yeah. you you will set it up to send us a six-pack. We'll sit in on a Zoom call 10 minutes. You got 10 minutes. I go
2: 15 minutes. I go 15 minutes. Jeff will minutes bring his dad packs. jokes. Yeah. 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 It's going to be All beautiful. Right. Oh, you want another oh. dad joke. Hold on. Hey, thank you. I got another dad joke. Let me get it while you're asking. What do you, this one, I'm sorry, this was a little on the edge, so hope okay. you guys are okay with this. What do you call a man with a rubber toe? Rubber toe. Yeah, nice picture of that <laughs> one before. Heck, nice. All right, there you go. He's ready <laughs> for fatherhood. Yeah. I have another one actually for <laughs> Joe here. I'm sorry, Joe, if I offend you. Yeah, you uh, probably will. What do, what do you call it when Batman skips church? Christian Bale.
5: Christian Bale. <laughs>
2: there you go. Wow. <laughs> yes. Good, yes, thank you. Hey, here's <laughs> you. I learned them
0: from the best. <laughs> all right, moving on to pour one out.
2: So here's, here's what we're... I'm, I'm pouring one out for public toilets. Uh, and actually, it's more about the using of public toilets, which I think is a fear that many of us already have. Pre-COVID. There, yeah. So there was a new study recently published in uh, a journal called The Physics of Fluids. So I know that's probably all on our must-read lists. So I yeah. know Doc probably reads that. But they examined how toilets themselves could spread the coronavirus. And uh, what they found out is pretty scary. And they said that they uh, found evidence that the simple act of flushing the toilet can shoot poop particles up to three feet in the air. And if these particles can theoretically transmit the coronavirus if the person was infected. So... Uh, think about it. That's a little scary. A uh, so scary. the one thing I will say this, disclaimer, um, the results did not provide concrete evidence that pooping can cause or has caused the spread of coronavirus, uh, but the implications of uh, this test and these results were enough to make the authors uh, strongly urge people to practice better bathroom habits during the pandemic.
4: Oh, that's just awful. I've got a question for all of yeah, you. Go ahead. You, you mean You mean to tell me that you don't put the lid down before you flush?
2: Never. Well, here's what I'm gonna say. At home, no. Uh, most of the time, <laughs> well, in
4: most of the public hey, toilet am I, I rest my case. Right and, there. and most of the to- well, I never knew that
2: poop could shoot three feet in the air, so I will be closing oh, yeah. the toilet lid from here yeah. on out. Wouldn't that be an option?
4: If you looked up on the ceiling.
2: And most public oh. toilets don't have lids. So that's just a well, scary thing bad. right there. That yeah, is a problem. Yes. Yeah, so uh, their recommendations are that if you are using a shared or public toilet, they would recommend that you close the lid now before fl- flushing or run. And also, as I would hope we all are doing, please wash your hands. So uh, there you have it. Uh, use Absolutely. of public toilets probably uh, gone. And uh, if you guys are looking for a little light reading, I re- highly recommend the physics of fluids. <laughs> There you go.
0: (laughs) Uh, Impromptu dad joke. Public toilets are now on my fecal agenda.
2: Oh, (laughs) very good.
5: And my answer is to just not
1: flush.
2: Yeah, very good, Joe. See, that's, that's, that's outside the box.
1: Easy fix. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't inspect it after you're done. No, yeah, that's oh, right. Oh, oh. oh
5: my oh, goodness, then you're going to be a great father. I'm, I'm, sorry, a a I'm sorry,
2: I'm sorry for taking us down to a low level. You
4: brother, yeah.
2: Do you guys need a big dad joke real quick to raise our spirits? I think um, so, all right, I got another one. Uh, here's another one for you, Joe. How do you make holy water? You boil the hell out of it. <laughs> That's true. (laughs) All right. That's That's a good one. I like that. Thank you. Good good one. one. All right. Fantastic one. And Jeff, you
0: got a pour? I I just want to pour one out for spring 2020, the longest 40 to 50 weeks. I stopped counting at some point of of my life. Now, I grant you that that, the spring 2020 was much longer for the class of 2020 because everything's it definitely that, that was, ever yes. any human ever being has yeah. ever faced but man what a long spring 2020 and welcome summer and and uh let's get it right from here
2: yeah that's very true
3: there's kind of a role reversal tonight you know i was celebrating things and you guys are just <laughs> bringing it <laughs> down Tom, we're just ready we're for summer
2: we're ready for summer
3: It's yeah, coming up yeah. in a
5: couple days so all Tom. right yeah. Key distinction: No deaths in our conversation.
3: So yes,
4: we did not read the much. True, true. true. Like I mean, you know, the names. That. Is that ironic? <laughs> <laughs> the thing that's really gives you credibility is we have the social distancing here. Yes, we do. And uh, so there's going to be no new cases. I'm
2: glad, glad you yes. noticed that yeah. we are able to social so, distance. Yeah. yeah. All
0: right. All right. Hey, talent. How about your dad? He he's awake. He's a yeah, Im- He's I'm just impressed he figured
2: out the whole the whole he, he, Zoom thing. That was fun. impressive. Yeah. I'm going
0: to use the it, word but... vibrant.
2: Yes. Yes. <laughs> I would agree. I mean vibrant. I agree.
0: Yes. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been a Toast, a Roast and Pour One Out.
2: So before we continue, should we get another beer? Or is it, do you need another beer? I do. Okay, I do too. So I'm going to I'll get another beer here real quick.
0: Okay. And All and right. So, so I've
2: got my uh, my shipment came for the beer club of the month, came uh, nice. yesterday. So I have a beer from Dick's Brewing Company in Centralia, Washington. Uh, it's called Dick's Mountain Amber Ale. Never had it. I'll let you know what I, what happens here. So
0: Okay. Who else is opening a beer?
2: I'm opening a Swami's IPA for myself.
5: Also, we'll drink that on Father's Day.
3: Pizza Port. Nice. And Tom, you got a beer? I do. Uh, I have the Helias Far From East, their West Coast IPA, weighing in at 6.5. That's a good beer. Uh, Quick shout out to Thomas and Kelby. I stopped by there yesterday with a few of my coworkers. They, are too, are open for business, and uh, it was good to see them. They said to say hi to you guys, and uh, thanks for all the help along the way. Hope to see you guys out there soon.
0: All right. Very good. Vic, you open anything new yet? Uh, same old uh,
1: Sour Monkey. All right. Nice. You picked your poison. Number two. <laughs> Number two.
5: Oh, good. Yeah, second one, No, That's good. Right. Sticking Elysian, Ron?
0: Sticking, sticking with the Elysian, yeah. Nice. Good call. I have a super premium Bavarian ale, of Weiss Beer Dunkel from Kloster Endix, another import beer. Oh, well, that sounds good. I have to say that Das Schwartz it was... It was a tasty little beer. It was very light, but it was quite good. So I will give a report on this as we go. Haven't haven't tasted it yet, but it looks pretty nice. Big bottles. Jumped all the way up to 5% now. Nice. Whoa. Living large. Slow down. Slow down. Back to our esteemed guests. Let's get some beer intel on these two dads.
2: All right. So I'm going to start off with uh, Ron. Uh, We already know he likes Elysian Space Dust. But besides that, what else do you like to drink?
4: Well... During the you know winter months, I, I don't uh, keep up keep pace with you guys. I, uh, I I drink a Corona or I drink a Pacifico or a Modelo, maybe an eight oh five. If I go out to a place to eat, which of course we haven't been able to go out to places to eat in recent months, then I'll I'll see what they have on tap. When I go up north to Washington for the summers, I basically I go up there to windsurf. But you basically come off the. You come off the water in the late afternoon, and everybody's got a beer. So everybody's handing out beers. And so that's when I'm I'm tasting different IPAs. And uh, that's where I was introduced to the uh, Elysian Space Dust, 805, and uh, a whole bunch of others. I've got one buddy that's from Montana, and we have to set a limit on ourselves every day after sailing of three beers. And uh, so that we can get home to eat dinner. Hashtag gold. <laughs> <laughs> He's a hardcore IPA man, and I have a, a deal with him that I uh, sold him a board last year, a sale board, and I get free beer from him for the rest of my life. That's nice. so, a, yeah, a great <laughs> deal. Talk about the it's art of, of the deal. Great That's deal. the art of the deal right, deal right yeah. there.
5: Yes. Yeah, that is the art of the deal.
4: I sold him this board for 25 bucks, and it was worth yeah. a lot more. And yeah. so. But the part of the deal was you got to give me free beer for the rest of my life. Beer for and life
2: is worth a lot more. And twenty five yeah, yeah. bucks.
4: So, <laughs> yeah, wow. twenty five bucks. So, so anyway, that's so. So my beer drinking really goes, uh, you know, ballistic over the summer. It's and then, cyclical. And then it tapers down during the during the year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Stay healthy, Ron. Stay healthy. What's your go to beer? Like if you have to pick one, what's your go to beer? For just just drinking every day, just like drinking, here? just yeah, just general beer. If you have one Corona. beer, Corona. I like corona? corona. All right,
4: yeah, or Pacifico, but Corona,
2: very good. As you guys can tell, that's probably where I got my uh, my Mexican lager. Um, <laughs> yeah. <that> I <laughs> I, I was,
3: yeah, I was just going to say there. it's probably all those trips to Mexico windsurfing. Yeah,
4: actually, that new Corona familiar air is yeah. is pretty good. You even like that? The last time That's no, very were over. good. I I like yeah. I said
2: I, I I enjoy it. I'm I enjoy a, a good Mexican lager. Um, especially cold say, really yeah.
4: really cold
2: and, yeah. and i would say my my best memories of, of of beer drinking uh are with you down in baja just sitting on a beach Absolutely. and having a pacifico after a windsurfing session and watching the the sunset uh there it doesn't get much better than that so no, um let's take it back that. even a little more let's talk about grandpa for a second uh was grandpa a beer drinker
4: yeah gra- grandpa was a beer drinker <laughs> and what did he drink he drank uh, for the, his big brand was uh, well the cheapest beer you could find. <laughs> so I remember when it reached the <laughs> lowest of lows. When he, I think he was buying it at Vons or something, and you could buy a case, and basically all that said on the side of the can was beer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> good, and, and, so I remember. But, that. <laughs> but other than that, his he, usually he went to Olympia. Oh, very good. When I was a kid growing up, Olympia was a a pretty popular beer or you could see the Olympia ads on yeah. TV and stuff. So he, he drank Olympia Rock and that and was his, his, his big beer. Yeah. 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 I think it actually so, said,
2: doesn't say, wasn't it Washington's finest beer? So, I mean, that's pretty, Washington's awesome. finest
4: beer. Yeah. The land of, uh, sky blue, water, sky blue water. That was, yeah. that was it. Yeah. But then, then, then his later years, he kind of went off the beer and went straight to Gallo wine so that okay. you know, was all right big Thanks, bottles sure. of wine yeah big so. bought the gallon bottles yeah, <laughs> yeah. gallon bottles yeah. <laughs> the carlo rossi's
2: yeah, Right. the carlo rossi's exactly he was not <laughs> an
4: alcoholic he wasn't an alcoholic or anything but he just that's what he bought he always bought the he was just stuff. efficient he was an efficient, he efficient absolutely it got him to the it got him to the same place yes yeah.
2: there you go. <laughs> yeah. all right Vic. how about you uh what do you like to drink
1: Um, I've been on the uh, sour train lately. Nice. Um, You know, hit hit the IPAs pretty hard for a couple of years and just got burnt out. So typically it's either a sour or like Ron, a Mexican lager. Besides that victory, what are some of your favorite sours? I typically just stick with this. (laughs) Nice. Okay. (laughs) I got the gas station down the street that sells this and I just go down there, come back home. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Perfect.
2: (laughs) Is that what you call that your go-to beer or is there something else? Um, actually Miller light. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're more of a Miller light, not a Miller genuine draft. Hey, um, or the high Life, Miller highlights. Yeah.
1: Oh, Miller high. Life. And the bottles. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Nice. College days.
2: And then how about your dad? Is your dad a beer drinker?
1: Uh, he's not really a beer drinker. Him and his buddies got into a bottle of tequila when they were teenagers uh, in high school and just, you know, never started drinking again after that. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Woke up on a beach at 2 a.m. And
5: <laughs> not a very good story. But <laughs> We've all been there. Or at least I've been there.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> except except, Andre, except been there. Joe didn't wake up on the beach. He woke up no, in a Mexican in jail. jail. That's yeah. another story. <laughs> another oh.
5: podcast. Different deal, yeah.
0: My yeah. last experience with tequila was I was 21. Haven't had it since. And even the word just made me shiver. <laughs> now, Ron, you've been a father since the mid-1900s. And as you mentioned, there was television, but it was a different time. And therefore, you're our elder statesman in all things, dad. What advice do you have for young fathers and dads to be like
4: Vic? You know, just the biggest thing is be there and be part of everything you can with your son or daughter. You you want to be be part of everything that they're when they're growing up because it goes so fast. And then when it's gone, you go, God, remember when, you know, and, uh, it's, that's the most important thing. And I've been very lucky that I've been able to share so many things with, with my sons, both Ryan and Jeff, and in particular with Jeff, with his kids and, you know, my grandchildren. And it's, that's been one of the greatest blessings. So yeah, be there, be part of everything, work, whatever you do is, is not as important as something well it is if it's you have to pay the bills but but be part because once it's gone once it's gone you, you're not going to be able to go back to it you know right. and that's 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 the that's the the, the most important part of it
0: I well said I think we'd all agree with that all right yes 100
4: and you guys are and you guys look at I, I I knew you guys when you were young young kids and have and have seen you grown up and you've been great fathers and you've been part of your children's uh you know everything that you've shared with them so i i see that and i i i think you've been able to even do it more than i was able to do it when the kids were really young and i think it's it's fantastic that you were able to do it and i I'm, I'm very proud of you guys
0: thank you well, he's such a nice guy yeah so <laughs> hey,
4: nice? okay don't piss me
0: off but ron you, you do have your moments of not being the always playing nice guy and and you've let the cat out of the bag a little bit that we you know obviously jeff grew up with you but but we all grew up with you as a, as coach ron and you are and i don't use this term lightly legendary for your competitiveness <laughs> i mean you, you, that. you make tom look like a guy that's happy with second place. And that's hard to do. You, you're legendary in your competitiveness. And I'm going to guess you weren't one of these new, uh, hipster dads that lets his kids win at everything so that they want to be his friend. <laughs> am
4: I, am no I, way. am I
0: wrong on this?
4: <laughs> no way. Okay. You know, I'm, hey. They're going to have to whip me straight up and down, you know. There's no, I mean, when they, we, I can remember us having pillow fights mm. in that when they were just little kids and, mm. and uh in through the hallways in the house and stuff. And, and I would fight, you know, I would say, hey, we got to, you know, we got to stop this, and they would want to keep coming back for more and keep coming back for more to to just keep it going because we were having a blast. But it wouldn't end until they were both crying <laughs> because I finally beat them to death with the pillows. Yeah. You know, I would yeah. let them, I would yeah. let them beat me to I would let them beat up on me, mm-hmm. but they just wouldn't quit until it was, that was the final <laughs> thing. So they, they knew who the boss was. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <That's> Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Old school yeah. alpha male dad. You got You got to love.
4: I've, mellow, I've really mellowed in my, my, my senior years, so I really
2: know. I, I would agree with that, but I will say this on the competitive side of it, it is if you do beat him in something, you have to play again. It can't yeah. be the last game. <laughs> yes. Whether uh, it's you know. ping pong or crib or whatever it is nowadays, you, you got to play again. So,
4: it's always two uh, out of three. It's yeah, always yeah, two yeah,
2: out of three. Yeah, Come yeah, on. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I get that. So. And then it's three out of five, five, <laughs> no, three out, of seven. five, five
4: out of seven. But he yeah. has mellowed a ton.
2: I, I would, would yeah. 100% agree. <laughs> <mellowed a ton. laughs> So I guess, I guess I'll ask you this. I'm, I'm saying, so what's your favorite dad memory? If you can, if you can boil it down to one, I think you gave great advice, but, uh,
4: my favorite dad memory.
2: Yeah. You can actually of, of your own dad. How about of, of, of grandpa or your own dad or of just being a dad?
4: Just being it. Well, being a dad, you know, be- becoming a dad, I mean, I can. I was thinking about this. I thought this might be a, a, a. It's basically the 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 greatest memory I have is when you were born and when Ryan was born. Is you know I remember that. I remember every every moment of that from when your mother's water broke at the, at the door of the apartment and then I rushed her to the hospital. But things were different when when uh, you guys were born. They didn't let me go, be part of the part of the birth I I went out in the waiting room so I, I had a baby I just sat out there and waited and then they pretty much wheel your mother out and there you were with mom what a great memory and I didn't deal with any of the stuff and then I went home with the dad. but but it was it was those were two of the most you know that's those are two unbelievable memories in my life great two of the greatest moments great. in my life you know yeah so
2: And like I said, I I would agree. I think with most of us here, we would all agree with that, having gone through this multiple times with our own kids. Um, And I think, Vic, we're all uh, very excited for you uh, because soon enough you will have that Mm -hmm. experience. And and I think I would 100% echo that uh, the the best advice is that uh, enjoy every moment. Because it goes really, really fast, and before you know, it, you're sitting like us with with college graduates and and, <laughs> yeah. and and moving on, you know, and that kind of a thing. And it's like I said, it's a blink of an eye. And uh, but it's a great thing. I mean, there's ups and downs, um, but it's a great thing. Um, I, I think for me, one of the things I, I was thinking about when I was looking at these questions, and I was saying, so back when um, when my son was first born that year, so I I I don't know, talked about a lot a lot on the podcast, but I I was a, a soccer coach for many many years, and uh, that year we were struggling and it was super frustrating Uh, as someone that is also somewhat competitive and it it was super frustrating, you know, and you go and you get beat and you, you're trying to do everything, but, that was one of the things that really kind of gave me some, um, that, that year when he was born was it didn't matter when I came home, you know, and and that was even that way through the next couple of years. It gave me a very good perspective on that. that When I came home, it didn't matter if I had won or lost the game or whatever had happened that day, I was just dad. And, and that's, that's a really cool thing. So uh, Vic, I'm very excited for you and that, that, that you're going to get to experience that. And, uh, and it'll be fun for us to kind of get to experience that, uh, vicariously through you as well. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a very cool thing. I,
4: I don't know if you can see this, this photo here. This is a photo of at Mission Bay, and that's Colin sitting in my lap, and he is enthralled with my wristwatch. And we're just sitting there with our hats on, and I don't know whether he's like 18 months or you know whatever. We're just sitting there, two guys hanging out on the beach. Uh, this is my favorite photo of all time with, with <laughs> Colin. You know, I just love it. And this is what it's all about. That's what it's all about. And you both have a Corona. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hard yeah. And young. Yeah, well, it's well basically well, water. Uh, Corona's well, basically well, water. You know, gotta, gotta break them in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
5: yeah. Colin was washing down his uh, tequila shot.
4: <laughs> that's true. Yeah, Good, yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Good
0: point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you, Jeff and Ron. You
2: guys ready for another dad joke, real quick? Of course. Of course. Just while we're in the moment, because I feel like that's we're kind of in the moment here. All right. So, you're an American when you go into the bathroom. And you're an American when
0: you come out. But do you know what you are while you're in there? Worried about the poop shooting up three feet.
2: Three feet. (laughs) Yes, you are, but European.
0: No. European. (laughs) Oh. European.
1: European.
2: (laughs) Thank you. European. All right. Back
0: sure. to your normal exactly. content. yes. And now back to the show. <laughs> yes. And now back yes. to the show. And before we visit with Vic, Talent has something else to share from the Whiskey Tango Foxtrot department. What the
1: whiskey tango foxtrot? Why the hell not say what I'm thinking?
2: So. This story is somewhat disturbing when I first read it, and I was like, wow, do I even bring this to you guys? But then I'm like, I got to bring this to you guys. I'm somewhat disappointed Doc isn't here because I feel like this is in his wheelhouse, and he would really enjoy this more than all of us. Uh, but basically, uh, this was a story I read uh, you know, a couple of days ago. Basically, uh, in a sex fantasy gone wrong, two men with machetes Uh-oh. entered the wrong house in New South Wales, Australia. Uh, before they quickly realize their error. So a little backstory: here's what happens. So, I need a lot of backstory um, for
0: that. Any of that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <whoa>. these, uh,
2: <laughs> these two gentlemen had been hired to carry out a client's fantasy of being tied up in his underwear and and hit with a broom. Um, and I, so by the way, I said mop. Happened. I know, I know, I know. So, and, and apparently, I didn't even know this was possible, but they, they set this up over Facebook. So a whole other use of Facebook. I didn't even know this was an option, but they set this up over Facebook. And maybe that's just in Australia, you can do this. But he provided his address to the guys that he hired. And he paid them... He, he Oh, here's it. This is a quote. He was willing to pay them uh, $5,000 if it was really good. Um, yeah, it's, that's almost enough wow. money to have a, a talk or a chat with Brett Favre. Yeah, straight <laughs> on. And there. so, uh, however... Uh, in the meantime, the client had moved to another address, which was about 30 miles away, uh, and didn't update the two men. So then they entered a home. They entered the address <laughs> on the street with the original address. <laughs> and so the guy Ooh. that was living there, he notices a light on, uh, and in, in the kitchen at 615. And he assumed it was a friend who usually came by every morning to make coffee. And the and the men called out the name of the client. They turned on the light and they, I guess he was wearing a sleep apnea mask. They took off a sleep apnea oh, mask no. <laughs> And, and then he saw them standing there with machetes, which they'd brought as props for the role. And uh, apparently you could just kind of imagine what happened at that point. And then this part was my favorite part of the whole story is that when they realized their error, one of them just said, Hey, sorry, mate. And they shook the (laughs) resident's hand and they left. That's fair. (laughs) So then they were later arrested at the correct residence because they had these machetes in their car. Apparently you can't do that in, in Australia. I don't know about California. If you can have machetes in your car. But anyways, uh, recently, they have been acquitted uh, of entering the home. They were, were set free because basically of this whole fiasco. But I read that story and I'm like, wow, that, that really, that really happened. happened. That's impressive. Uh, but really. My favorite part of that, though, just to go back for a second on that, is the fact that they figured out, oh, wait, wrong house. Hey, shake his hand. Yeah, shake his hand. Sorry, man. Hey, we're out of here. All right, guys. See you later. (laughs) Actually, if that had happened in the States, they probably would have been shot. They would have been shot, for
3: sure. Unless, of course, you're Tom Brady in Florida.
2: Well, that kind of happened to Tom Brady. You're right. It happened a little bit to Tom Brady. I don't, you know. How does a
5: broom turn into two
2: machetes? That's uncomfortable. Yeah. I, know. I mean, don't I'm, know. You, yeah. I guess you take what you got at home on, on hand, right? It you know? seems expensive. So. I think
0: I could get a couple guys to do that for $25 and lifetime beer.
2: Lifetime beer. <laughs> yeah.
5: Definitely. If they're from Montana.
2: <laughs> if they're from Montana, you
5: definitely yeah. can do that. Absolutely. I'm not doing it again.
0: <laughs> for sure. So let's get back to Vic, our father to be. What What do you? Most, yes. All right. So what are you most excited? Oh,
2: go ahead first. I was going to give Vic another another dad joke really quick. Just oh, so he can he's right, got to be ready down. for that So do write it. them hey, <laughs> down, Vic.
5: Do write them Vic, down.
2: <laughs> why are Why are elevator jokes so good? Because they work on so many levels. Uh-huh. Boom!
0: All right, oh. now <laughs> on to you, Jeff. There we go. <laughs> All right, Vic. I got a two-part question for you. All righty, settle into this. Uh, What are you most excited about, and what concerns Mm -hmm. do you have already? Let us help.
1: Um, I think what I'm most excited about is for her to actually be here. We've been sitting at home for the last four months, just waiting around, and uh, you know, we set up the nursery, got a whole bunch of clothes, everything we need, and now we're just waiting for her to come. So. Um, I think I'm most excited about that, and then once she does come and grow up, you know, coaching like Ron got to do with his boys, and oh, like a lot of you guys have probably done with your children. But uh, really, just really eager to get her here. I'll
0: tell you what, they you, you wait, you wait, wait. They finally get here; it's so exciting. And then for five months, they don't do anything.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's true. They you just, get ex- you <laughs> know, just change I, a lot of diapers.
0: About, if they kick the little thing above them and it and it moves a little, or they roll over, is like I got to call everyone I know because for five months, yeah. actually for fourteen months, I've been waiting for something. So, you know, temper that enthusiasm.
2: <laughs> Patience. Yeah. Patience. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. But no,
1: you're right. It's very cool.
2: Are you good um, with diapers? He <laughs> will be. Uh, we will yeah. be.
1: Yeah, yeah you yeah. will become a yeah. professional. Yeah. Um, yes, okay. But as far as what I'm most concerned about uh, is this sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I know when she comes, uh, it's going to be pretty tough. So I'm um, just trying to figure out a good schedule between me and Sarah to where, you know, I get up some night, she gets up another and takes care of the baby. So ha- have a plan and then the baby will tell you what to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <That's>
2: it. <laughs> it's
1: you can only plan so much, right? That's
3: right. That's exactly right. When the baby sleeps, you sleep. Yeah, that's a good,
2: mm-hmm. that's actually great advice. When they sleep, don't be at the office. All day. Yeah, there you go. Don't, don't try to do other
3: things and be, be uber strong about it. Just sleep when the baby <laughs> sleeps.
2: So Vic, just also from you on a standpoint, what's what's one of your favorite dad memories?
1: Um, I think my favorite dad memory was from high school uh, after we won the championship for football down at Qualcomm just jumping up in the stands and seeing my parents and giving my dad a big hug and seeing how proud of us, proud of me he was. Um, because you know, you, you look up to your father your whole life and you just want to make them proud. So I think that was probably, uh, most, uh, favorite memory with my dad. Very cool. Mm-hmm.
2: And, uh, anybody on the ILB team have a favorite dad memory they want to share real quick?
3: I, I guess I'll go here first. Uh, you know, PB, you know, Rest his soul here. There's there's so many things I could circle back to. Uh, one of our last trips up to Sun River in Oregon. You guys know that place. I know Jeff knows it well. Going to the Rose Bowl a couple of times with him and rooting on Oregon. Go Ducks. Nice. And they Go won Ducks. both times, by the way. So it was even better in that regard. Um, when I was younger, going to Charger games with my dad in the Air Coriel days uh, some fantastic games and fantastic memories and just being with my dad in that regard. Um, but then also, you know, when I became a dad and my kids hanging out with PB and just seeing, just seeing him light up, you know, when he was around his grandkids, you know, and I know Ron, you said it earlier with Colin, but, you know, seeing my mom and dad light up around my kids was just something to behold, especially when we were down at the theater, you know, the kids would, the kids grew up around the theater. I grew up around the theater and to see the kids running up and down the aisles. And then my dad on stage, you know, doing a quasi karaoke and dancing with them. You know, those are just, you know, some of those things that you instantly go back to. Um, sorry, it wasn't one, but there's just too many to, you know, <laughs> That's to right. so identify. Many. It's hard to boil it you know, down to one. You, you're right. If you do it, it, it right, is, is. there's lots it of
2: is. them. That's right. Exactly.
3: Good exactly. Point. So...
2: Anybody else, George? Joe, Joe, go ahead.
5: So I got one. Yeah, I'm going with uh, Vix making your dad proud, but mine's a slightly es- a skewed version. Is <laughs> when my dad came and visited me at college. <laughs> we found ourselves uh, running under the underpass of the freeway, pretty drunk, and me being pretty proud of how much I could how much I could drink. I showed my dad, you know, I can uh, I can somewhat hang with you. So <laughs> nice, <laughs> it's a good memory. And my brother was there too, and. uh, yeah, It's a family think, affair. It was a family affair. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I could go with, you know, the kid's baptism and all that good no, stuff. that's very cool. That's yeah, a good. Yeah, let's yeah, go with the real fun. story. Yeah.
0: So my my pop, uh, we, I've talked about him before quite a bit. If you're really interested, listeners, listen to the Oktoberfest, because I went on probably way too long, but I got excited because Oktoberfest was a, was a big deal. But I, I have one memory. Uh, my dad passed when I was 17 years old, so it's been a long time without him. Of course, think about him every day but I was about 10 years old and we were at the dinner table. My dad was a storyteller and he was talking about he and his brother sneaking into the cellar, you know, in, uh, Ellenwood, Kansas, and they got into the homebrew. His parents were German, German immigrants and they homebrewed. Um, so they had snuck into the homebrew and, And his mother caught them down there and started cursing them out in this stream of German. But as my father's telling this story, he starts screaming and yelling in fluent German. Now, I'm 10 years old. My sister and I look at him and say, you speak German? (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, that's that's all we ever spoke in the house. That's all we only spoke German in the house. Uh, And we're like, you never told us you spoke German. He goes, why would you need to know that? And then th- that was apparently the end <laughs> of the conversation. And that's kind of how he was. So uh, that's, that's when I think of him and, and his voice in particular. I remember that story of him imitating his mother, cursing him out in German for sneaking into the beer when he was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Very good story. Well, we could probably go on a long time about uh, father stories, but we have lots of father day episodes in our future. This is just year one for us. That's right. So We're, we're going to save true. some
2: next year. We'll bring Vic back and he'll have a year of experience. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then I'm wait predicting- for the story. Hey Vic. Uh
0: huh. Yeah. Vic been sleeping much? I'm predicting Vic? two things. Yeah. about that one he's going to be very sleepy and two he's going to talk about multiple beers he likes because that'll be his escape well yeah i got like eight beer favorite beers now because i i go here for like it takes me an hour and a half to get the beer but i I... (laughs) (laughs) and
4: then you'll you'll have to add number three he'll be raving about his His baby beautiful wonderful daughter yeah, you know, sat excited to meet a her. Cold. She crawled. Yeah. I. I yeah. She crawled. Yeah. <laughs> 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 she, she, she 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 that there creates a whole go. new yeah. thing. Now you're chasing them for the rest his of the time. Dad, so we so will get, get it. it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. exactly. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So, toast all the fathers out there. Cheers. Cheers. Absolutely. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers keep a cargo shorting dad joke telling beer swilling fixing things that break opening jars and all the other dad things that make us feel like we're doing um, the women in our lives right all things they certainly could do without our help but they're kind enough to let us do them to feel good about ourselves thank you ron and vic for joining us happy father's day to all you dads out there thank you we'd love to keep talking and dispensing advice but right now we gotta run B-double-E-double-R-U-N Beer Run B-double-E-double-R-U-N Beer
3: Run All we need is a ten and a fiber car and a key and a sober driver B-double-E-double-R-U-N Beer Run